Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Steve Bannon indicted. Let's talk about that. Because justice matters. Hey all, Glenn Kirshner here. So after 22 days on Steve Bannon indictment watch, Steve Bannon has been indicted, charged with two crimes, two counts of contempt of Congress, and he's now facing up to two years in prison. So let's take on a series of questions in no particular order. First of all, why did it take 22 days? Well, we don't know precisely, but I think there's one important data point that might help answer that question. Until last week, the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office, which is the office handling the Steve Bannon investigation, indictment, and will handle the prosecution, was being headed up by an acting um, U.S. Attorney, a gentleman named Channing Phillips, who I worked with for decades, a very good man. But he was an acting U.S. attorney. He was not Senate confirmed. And I can tell you from my time inside the Department of Justice that often acting U.S. attorneys don't like to make big moves. They like to just sort of keep the trains running on time, not do anything controversial as they await the presidentially appointed Senate confirmed U.S. attorney. Well, last week, Another former colleague of mine who I worked with at the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office, Matt Graves, was confirmed by the Senate. And about one week ago, he started as the, the United States Attorney for the District of Columbia. And within one week, Matt Graves had my former office indict Steve Bannon. That is actually some pretty quick work by the new U.S. Attorney. So that may be why it took 22 days. But we're glad it's here. We're glad that we're now moving in the direction of justice. What happens next? Well, the reporting is that on Monday, Bannon will be turning himself in for his first court appearance. Um, And here are the issues the, the court will have to decide. What do I do with Steve Bannon during the pendency of this case? I assume the prosecutors will not ask him to be detained at the D.C. jail pending trial because they'd have to prove that he's a flight risk or a danger to the community. Now, I could make an argument that he's both, but I suspect they will ask the judge to set conditions of release that will probably include surrendering his passport so he can't leave the country. There may be other travel restrictions. There may be GPS monitoring, put an ankle bracelet on Steve so we know where he is. There may be a money bond set. There could be curfews. There could be stayaways. There could be all sorts of conditions set by the judge before whom 
Steve Bannon appears Monday morning, and then a next court date will be set, um, and then the case will begin moving through the system. What might happen with the case? Really interesting tactical decisions will have to be made. Do you negotiate a possible plea with Steve Bannon? Hear me out. I know everybody who has been thirsty for justice, myself included, wants Steve Bannon in prison for two years, give him the max because he has earned all that and more by trying to destroy our democracy. And remember, he did get that previous pardon by Donald Trump after he stole from Donald Trump's base with the fictitious We Build the Wall Foundation. You can't make this stuff up, folks. So the U.S. Attorney's Office for D.C., the prosecutors, may engage in plea negotiations with Steve Bannon. Part of what Congress wants from Steve Bannon is truthful testimony. I know. How likely are we to ever get three truthful words in a row out of Steve Bannon? Unlikely. And he's frankly unlikely to be interested in a plea offer that would require him to testify truthfully and incriminate Donald Trump and so many others, not to mention incriminate himself. Still, the prosecutors could say, if you plead guilty to the two counts of contempt and you agree to testify truthfully and waive your Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination for the crimes you committed, because you assuredly committed crimes in your zeal to destroy our democracy, then we will suggest a sentence of probation if you fulfill your obligation to testify fully and truthfully before Congress. That's the kind of plea deal that the prosecutors could, you know, discuss with Steve Bannon. Don't know if they'll do that or not. We may be beyond that point. Of course, Congress still has its own inherent power of contempt that they could exercise against Steve Bannon and compel his testimony because criminal contempt, the indictment is to punish him for the crimes he committed. The inherent contempt powers of Congress is to get him to testify and provide the information that the House Select Committee needs to do its important work. So we'll have to wait and see how this case begins to move through the system and whether prosecutors decide to engage in plea negotiations with a guy like Steve Bannon. Here are some other issues that I think are kicking around. On the very day Steve Bannon is indicted, Mark Meadows committed the same crime for which Bannon was just indicted. Contempt of Congress, because Mark Meadows today thumbed his nose at his congressional subpoena and failed to appear. So he has committed the same crime. Let's hope he gets the same treatment as Steve Bannon, and it shouldn't even take 22 days. Let's indict Mark Meadows promptly, though I will say he might have a slightly more viable executive privilege claim, and I'll tackle that in a future video because I just want to hit the highlights while we are riding the wave of justice on today's Bannon indictment. But let me finish with this, friends. These two criminal contempt of Congress charges are probably not the only crimes Steve Bannon committed. We know he was indicted for crimes that Donald Trump pardoned him for, but I'm not talking about 
the crimes when he was stealing from Donald Trump's base. I'm talking about any number of crimes that he may have committed when he participated in a conspiracy to destroy our democracy, a conspiracy to commit offenses against the United States under 18 United States Code 371, four openers. And the fact that he's now a criminal defendant in federal court in Washington, D.C., I hope the U.S. Attorney's Office in D.C. is digging in to his other crimes with a view toward holding him criminally accountable for all the crimes he committed against our nation, against our laws, against we the people. Because he's earned that. And because justice matters. So today, friends, was a good day for justice. Let's do everything in our power to get justice trending. And as always, friends, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow.